1: All right, it's time for a Saints happy hour quick shot. If you like the quick shot, Andrew, we're about 6 to 10 minutes, you can become a patron, and if enough people donate $300, we will do a daily show extra 15 to 20 minutes, and you get that extra show every day if you want it. Okay, we're doing a quick shot today because the Saints signed Shane Vereen or Ben Vereen or something running back uh, out of the bargain bin from Best Buy. the first time. Uh, what, Shane Vereen? Ben Vereen is a Broadway singer. <laughs> <laughs> Old man river There's like one person that got that. They thought it was funny. So they chase this running back. So like my initial thought, Andrew, before I found out that they like uh last Daniel Lasco failed his physical and they waved him, my first thought was like, Oh shit, they don't like what they have at running back and they're rummaging they're rummaging through the open box table at Best Buy to find anything that works. Um but Lasco getting waved kind of makes it less of a panic move finding.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you were to ask me at the beginning of the off season, what I rather Shane Vereen on the team or Daniel Lasco, I'd, I'd probably pick Vereen. Uh, You know, Lasco is a guy that, you know, has less than 20 carries in his career, and I think he averages under three yards per carry for his career, and, you know, he was a seventh-round pick that hasn't really done much, and Vereen's a steady pro that has carved out a pretty good career for himself as a receiving back. You know, he, his career kind of mirrors cadet in some ways. I mean, he's a different player, but, um, you know, he's a pro, so um, it's fine. You know, I I think, um, again, the big thing is just these four weeks until Ingram comes back and Kamara's the man. He's obviously the best back on the team, and so I don't think we're in a desperate situation here, but Vareen, you know, kind of now comes in. You've got three veterans. You've got Terrence West, Vareen, and Jonathan Williams, and they're going to compete against a couple of young guys that you have, talented guys, and Trey Edmonds and Boston Scott. So I just named, like, five guys there <laughs> and really just need one or two of them to kind of be competent for four weeks. For, for four weeks. You yeah. Know. And so there's a lot of guys there, and I, I think it's totally possible that one or two of them emerge in training camp and preseason and actually get us a little excited.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the – the, the, the thing is, I'm very excited about Boston Scott because I feel like he's the homegrown version of Darren Sproles. He's tiny and could do this. so. But my thing is, with the Saints bringing in West and bringing in Marines, does that maybe that they, they've they seen some things in minicamp with him that they don't like? Like, that's my concern with him. Like, well, I think really,
0: Marine is really just the best guy they worked out that, um, was available uh once they decided to waive lasco if you remember lasco had that horrible oh, yeah. uh, neck injury against the bills i think it was and, this year and he uh he was carted off and i remember he had surgery i think it ended up being like a neck or a disc issue um and so some, i mean maybe he's just not recovered from that which is too bad um but um you know sometimes you suffer these injuries i think it was on a kickoff um, and, you know, who knows if he'll ever be able to play again from that. Um, it was a pretty gruesome thing. So uh, it's too bad for him. Um, but, yeah, I, I do think signing West, I mean, remember, they signed West two or three days in the mini camp, And, you know, that was after Sean and said, now we're going to see what we have with our young guys first. Uh, well, I think any time you, re, you know, you sign a guy three days after that, that sends a pretty clear signal that you don't love what you have. Um, you know, obviously the Ingram news, makes having someone competent behind Ingram and Kamara more significant. So they can't just keep Edmonds stashed on the roster and kind of groom him along without forcing him into play. Like, they're actually going to have to play one of these guys.
1: Yeah, and I mean, and the thing is, too, you know, look, they they won, granted they didn't win 11 games, with them, but they won games with Tim Hightower at running back. So let's not, like... Well, coincidentally, a guy they considered signing and yeah. worked out. So like they can, I mean, if they can win games with Tim Hightower, I mean, they can win games with whoever they choose. And let's be realistic. I mean, you're talking, you know, Mark Ingram. Let's say he averages 15 touches a game, right? Maybe, maybe let's say 16, right? So they could give Kumara four more carries. You could have Breeze throw it five more times, and not to Kumara to a wide receiver. And then you're talking like eight carries for whoever this is, you know? It, so it isn't like
0: probably not even that many, yeah.
1: You know, so it isn't like it isn't like it's a, a huge thing. And, Look, if they, if
0: they, probably five, it's probably five to seven touches.
1: You know, and let's be real, the, the the beginning schedule for the Saints, they better be rolling team. I mean, they play Cleveland, they play the Giants, so they're, the schedule, the early schedule is easy. So I mean, in theory, if the Saints are going to have a good year, they're going to start fast, and they should blow some of these teams out early. So these are these are empty carries. Like if if they yeah. give Edmonds twelve carries and he gets forty yards and the Saints are winning thirty eight to seventeen, like who gives a shit? You know. So I mean, it doesn't work out. terribly It doesn't work out terribly for them at all. I mean, who? If I told you Andrew, I get fifty dollars and you're going to Vegas, who would you bet on? Sight unseen, no practices. Who would you bet on to be the lead guy? Not first game who do you think gets like the first crack at it as far as like practice reps or like reps in the pre- the first preseason game who gets the first audition at it the first chance to, to win the job I would think Edmonds is the favorite
0: I, mean, I think we're all kind of excited about Terrence West and Jonathan Williams and all these hypotheticals and Boston Scott but I just keep coming back to Trey Edmonds he's the guy that was in the system last year of all these guys he- he's the one guy you know, Blasco is gone now, so he's the one guy that was on the team for the entirety of last year. He's the one guy that went through training camp, knows all the plays, is comfortable with the system. He's the one guy that made the team because he beat everyone else out last year. Uh, He played very well against the Bills and kind of limited duty, um, and he was fantastic in preseason. So, I I still think the arrow is pointing up for him. From what I understand, he didn't suffer any injuries last year, so he's still healthy, um, and I think they've got a kind of aged veterans, especially with Vereen and, and West, that are kind of has been. Um, and I, I don't really expect them to come in and, and now they may make the team, but I don't really expect them to come in and blow our stocks off. Uh, well, here's the guys are going to explode in preseason.
1: Oh, who's the thing? I mean, the thing with Edmonds too. He's really good on special teams, so he's kind of got that in the bag yeah. already, right? Yeah. So yeah. even if. Even if they look at him and they're like, eh, dude, your block, your 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 blitz pickup is kind of shaky. We don't want to play. We don't want to have you play, and you might get Breeze killed. Dude, like, he's like, he can still be like, well, he's really great on special teams, so he's going to stay. Lasco
0: like, is probably his biggest
1: threat as far as cover, kick coverage is concerned. So with La-
0: with Lasco gone, I think that actually puts evidence on even more solid swimming.
1: Yeah, like, West and Vereen, like, they got to be good running the ball or they're not making the team. Like they're not keeping, I don't think they're keeping either one of those for specialty. Agreed. So, I mean, running back, I mean, of all the concerns we have, you know, of all the concerns I have, like I'm not, I, I guess maybe I'm just because of breeze and the way the Saints throw the ball. Like I'm just not worried about running back. Like it's a, it's a, it's a month. They can fucking figure it out. Um, you know, the, the
0: thi- Well, the one thing I'm pretty relieved about is that they haven't – I know DeMarco Murray just retired, but right? they didn't sign DeMarco Murray. They didn't sign Jamal Charles. They didn't say, fuck it, we're going back to Tim Hightower. They haven't brought back Adrian Peterson. So any of those four moves would reek of desperation way more than, nope, we're just going to sign the guy that had the best workout. And that's, that's what they've done a couple times now. So I don't really feel as nervous about it, whereas, like, if any of the other moves I just suggested were to happen, uh, that to me would start to feel like a little bit more of a panic, desperation.
1: Thing. Yeah, I think the main thing for this is, and it's not real football related, it's fantasy related, because if you, if you're a fantasy player and you can figure out which guy it's going to be and draft him, not that it gives you a season-long thing, but it gives you a real it, – it it potentially gives you a really, really nice flex play for four weeks if you pick – you know, like if you pick the right guy and it's Edmund and he's getting eight carries any score a touchdown, like, that could be a nice flex play for three or four weeks. So I think that's the key. I think the
0: interest, though, I, I think Kamara's going to go, obviously, maybe he, – he's in play for first pick overall now, well, I think, with the Ingram news. How much yeah. of a bump do you – The big think question is, where where do you pick Ingram now in fantasy? You know, obviously, if some if in some round, he's suspended for four weeks, but if, at some point he becomes a good value play. But you've got to count on the Saints not figuring it out, like no, – Let's not forget, I mean, um, Jamar Nesbitt, you know, you'll remember he, he was scheduled to be a starter at guard for the Saints. He gets hit with the water pill thing. Um, you know, he's suspended. Uh, so enters Carl Nix who gets a starting job. Well, Carl Nix, you know, obviously the rest is history.
1: He becomes yeah. a dominant
0: starting guard and Nesbitt never sees his starting spot again. So I'm not saying they have anyone good enough to kind of unseat Ingram. This time around, but that's the thing that happens in the NFL. If the Saints you know get off to a hot start, they're running the football well, and they've got a good combination going with Edmonds and Camara. It, it's not impossible that Ingram won't have reps when he gets back.
1: Yeah, and the the last thing, and then we'll get at it because we'll run up against the ten minute clock. How much of a bump do you think Camara gets in touches? Because that changes the dynamic for fantasy players. You know, like if if I told you Kamara's getting six, seven more touches a game for the first four weeks. I'm taking that dude first. You know, no doubt. I I think more
0: significant, I think, is that Brees will throw the football more. Um, And the main reason I say that is I think when you look at Sean Payton and you look at the way he designs his schemes, for him, he wants to run the football, but it's all about matchups. And if he feels like we can't really run on this team or we're going to be better throwing the football – against the team because they can't cover us or whatever, then he comes out of the gate throwing. And I just think it's going to be one of those things where the Saints are going to feel like they – I think he's going to feel a lot better with Ben Watson and and, and the rookie, the third-round pick, um, and, you know, the the receiver they got from Chicago, all those guys. I mean, all, all the additions they've made in the offseason, I just feel like the Saints – are gonna say, nah, instead of a run, you know, on first and ten, let's maybe do the bubble screen with Cam Meredith. You know, yeah, let's try to get so that, or, or do the screen. So I I think I I do think we'll see five to six more touches a game for Kamara. But I think what it'll be is I think you'll see more on first and ten the the four yard slant to Mike Thomas or the five yard slant to Cam Meredith or Traquan Smith. So that- you know, with a just
1: sweep. I mean, well, I, I don't makes, know
0: how it gets distributed, but I, I think we'll see more. Of that. Well,
1: that makes that makes Breeze a sneaky. That makes Breeze a sneaky good play the first month, because his numbers might inflate back to the past Happy Breeze days, and it would go back okay. to it would go back to 2017 levels later. But you know, you pick Breeze a round or two higher than you normally would coming off of last year. And he gives you three awesome weeks in fantasy and you're three and one. And yeah, he goes back to just being pretty good, a, a kind of a, a bottom tier eight, nine fantasy quarterback. But those first four, that having him kick ass the first four weeks for you is a thing that can may, maybe make the difference between playoffs or not. So
0: well, my question, my last thing is, and I, you know, this is kind of my parting thought, is if the Saints are third and one from the 50 or they're a certain goal, from the one-inch line, you know, the question becomes who gets that carry. And and that was all that was often Ingram uh, just because he's kind of a bell cow and he's a, a mm-hmm. guy that runs in between the tackles. Kamara maybe less so. And so, you know, who's their power guy? And I don't think that's going to be Boston Scott on it. Vereen's not really a power guy. So I still think kind of that guy is between, to me, the, the guys that really stand out are West, Williams, and Edmonds. And I think mm-hmm. it's really those three that are fighting for that spot, and then you know Boston Scott and Vereen to me are kind of more fighting for annex
1: receiving back role. Yeah. So people, didn't you love this quick shot? You got 10 minutes, but if you become a patron, we could do this every day for 20 minutes during the football season. You know you want that. All right, Andrew, we're out of time.